welcome to the Cary Church Podcast. For more information regarding Cary Church, visit www.cary.asn.au. It's where uh, the, the Jews came to Jerusalem, and it's just before Jesus uh, died on the cross. So this is this festival. And they came, these Greeks came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee. And they came with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Now, Philip was the other Greek-named disciple. So Philip and Andrew were both from Bethsaida. They were both uh, Greek by background. So this group of Greek people came to them and said, hey, we want to meet Jesus. We know you are followers. Can you take us? Can you introduce us to this person that you follow? So here's another instance we read about Andrew introducing people to this Jesus that he's following. Let's look at another one. John chapter 6. Now you might know this story. It's a slightly, slightly uh, better known story perhaps. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to even have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. And he did the same with the fish. Can you picture it? Andrew's looking to solve a kingdom challenge. Jesus has said, we want to feed these people. Andrew's trying to figure out how, how we're going to do this. Well, I don't really know, but I, I, there was a boy that I saw. Hey, boy. Boy with a lunchbox. Meet God. God. Boy with a lunchbox. Andrew introduces this little boy who's brought his lunchbox to Jesus. One more story. We don't have it up here. It's in Matthew chapter 10. And this is where Jesus sent out his disciples. He sent out the disciples and he said, go, tell everybody, tell everybody about the kingdom. Invite them into the kingdom of God. Introduce them, essentially, to me. And with that, believe it or not, we've covered all of Andrew in scriptures. They're all the stories about Andrew, the lists that he's in, those stories that we've just covered. So what do we learn from Andrew, the introducer? Here's what I think we learn. That disciples introduce people to Jesus. Go and make disciples was Jesus' great command, great commission in Matthew 28. Perhaps though you're thinking, but I'm not an evangelist. That's not my thing. Actually, I'm quite introverted. I really want to, you know, it's difficult for me. So let me give you some practical thoughts about how we, all of us, ordinary people, can make disciples. There are lots of programs. There are lots of courses. But I would suggest there are two key things that we can do. Two key things that we can do in following Andrew's example. The first one is to know the change that Jesus has made in our lives. And the second one is simply to practice introducing people. Know the change Jesus has made in our lives 
and practice introducing people to Jesus. I had my hair cut the other day. Thank you. Um, and uh, I sat down uh, with the hairdresser, and uh, as a new hairdresser, actually, hadn't met her before. And, and as, uh, as hairdressers tend to do, we started chatting. How's your day going? How's the weather? Bit of this, bit of that. And then she hit me with the question, what do you do? Well, in the last eight months, that question's changed a little bit for me uh, because for those of you who, who I don't know very well or don't know, don't know me, I, I became a pastor about eight months ago. So it's a different question now, what do you do? And when she asked me, in the milliseconds before I answered, this is what sort of went through my head. Oh, here we go. I wonder what she thinks of Christians. I wonder what her view is. This could be difficult. It might be just big pauses. Uh, I, I don't know whether she's going to like me anymore. Maybe she's going to cut my hair a bit funny. I'm, I'm just a bit nervous about it. I'm not sure. And as well, in those milliseconds, in my mind, went something like this. But here's a chance for me to tell her about Jesus. Here's a chance for me to explain that I'm changed. I'm different. Now, I don't walk around anymore with this guilt of things that I've done wrong in the past. I don't carry these burdens of problems that I've created by chasing things for myself. You know, I walk around these days with hope. I have hope in Jesus Christ. I have hope when things seem hopeless. I have hope when things I don't understand are happening because I believe in this living, risen Jesus Christ. I have a peace that I walk around with, even in this world that seems so unpeaceful at times. Things that I read on the news, things that worry me, I don't know how they're going to turn out, but I have this peace that's underlying it all. I live in a state of grace and forgiveness. I no longer have to worry about those things because every morning's new because Jesus Christ died, was buried and was resurrected. He is living and he has changed my life. And all of this goes through my mind. As she says, what do you do? So I said, I'm a pastor. And in my mind, I was waiting. I was waiting for the pause. I was waiting for her to start processing. Oh boy, how do I deal with this guy? Instead, oh, a pastor. You know, my uncle wants to be a pastor. He came and visited me just last week and he told me all about Jesus. But I'm not a church person, but I'm really actually quite interested. Let's have a talk about it. And so ensued this conversation. We didn't go really deep. But I introduced her to Kerry. I said, hi, actually, I work just down the road. And it's a great place. I'd love, love to invite you and your family. I haven't seen her yet. I pray that she will come. If you're here today, please come up and say hello. <laughs> but in that conversation, which turned out to be relatively normal, we were just able to chat about... This is God. This is kind of what I believe. And, and hey, I'd love to introduce you. Maybe that's something you could consider and think about in the course of your life as well. For some reason, there's a hesitance in us sometimes to have that conversation. All those things going on in this side and this side. And, and what do I say? But I want to encourage you from 2 Peter 3.15 where it says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And I also want to encourage you that I've realised it's not my job to convert somebody. The Holy Spirit does that. That's God's job. 
I just want to tell them my story because Jesus has done so much for me. That's my job. You know, this morning we heard Emily's testimony. Wasn't that a fantastic? Just amazing to hear a 15-year-old beautiful girl saying, I love Jesus. I want to tell the world. Thank you, Emily, for that. Now, if you don't know Jesus yet, perhaps you're here this morning, you don't know Jesus. And perhaps this question of what has Jesus done for you, actually that doesn't make sense. I just want to encourage you that I believe Jesus is alive and risen. And all you need to do is just say, are you real, God? Start exploring in earnest and he will find you so that you can follow him as well and he can change your life. Introducing people might seem difficult. Introducing people to a hairdresser, maybe I can get there. But I wanted to show you a little story from a course called the Alpha Course. Now, Alpha is a, a course that was created in the UK. It runs there. Uh, they advertise it on their buses in London. So it's quite a big course. And the, what they say to people is, if you want to invite someone, all you have to do is say, hey, come. Just want you to come and have dinner with me and come to this thing. It's really interesting. Let's, let's hear about a story from the Alpha course. Let's watch this together. My name's Hugo Monnier. Um, 30 years old. Um, I'm a former rugby player. Um, I used to play for a team called Harlequins in London. Um, played for England and the British and Irish Lions. I'm now a commentator slash pundit. So I've gone from playing rugby to talking about it, which is great. Uh, rugby's such a physical game. On a Saturday, you, you get beaten up. You really do. Sunday, you're feeling like your body's in pieces. And Monday's part of the recovery process. And we had this new masseuse come in. Her name was Rachel. And uh, I was asking her what she'd been up to at the weekend. And she'd said, um, she said she'd been at church. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, that's really cool. That's really cool. Nice. And uh, we progressed the conversation, asked her what she was up to in the week. And she said uh, she's going on an alpha course. Had I heard of it? And I was like, well, I'd seen the signage. Seen it on the buses. I've seen it in and around London. But didn't really know too much about it. But I started talking about it. And um, she said, well, you should try it out. Like, you should try it out. Um, in fact, there's a call starting next week at Holy Trinity Brompton, led by Nicky Gumble. So he went. Um, I was nervous. Didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. Um, I literally thought it'd be like 10 people in a room. Candle, um, glass of water, and people just kind of unloading all their troubles and me walking away more depressed than what I came with. Couldn't be any further from the truth. Um, turned up and people queuing outside HTB. 1,500 people rock up. There was music, there was light, there was life. It was unbelievable. And for me, um, as a rugby player, there was free food. Now, Hugo Monnier goes on to say, and he met Jesus. It was a little bit long, so I sort of wanted to truncate that a little bit. But, but here's the point I want to draw out of that. I told you about my experience with a hairdresser. Rachel, the masseuse, was doing her job with an international sports star. And she said, hey, I go to Alpha, I go to church. You should check it out. And from that, this man came to know Jesus. The Alpha literature says that 29 people, 29, that's not very many, 29 million people have done Alpha. 29 million times just on Alpha that people have said, come and check it out. Let me invite you, let me introduce you to Jesus. 29 million times that somebody has done an Andrew. 
So what have we covered this morning? Let me recap. The life of Andrew, he was an introducer. He followed Jesus, relatively ordinary guy, but he was able to introduce people because of the change that happened in him, because of the transformation that Jesus brought to his life. He said, I want to introduce people to Jesus Christ. If Andrew were here this morning, though, I I want to finish on this note. I don't think he'd say this morning was all about me. I think Andrew would say all I was doing was following Jesus. Andrew would encourage us, each of us, not to follow him, but to follow Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this life of Andrew. Thank you for what we can learn from it, for the insight he provides into following your son, Jesus. Would you give us conviction, courage and passion to introduce others, knowing the change that you have made in our lives, that we would be able to go ahead and introduce others to you. Holy Spirit, don't let us go today thinking it's too hard or somebody else's job. Put it on our hearts that the person, the somebody that you want us to introduce, maybe this week, maybe today, please place that on our hearts because you, Father, are glorious and worthy. And it's in your Son's name who we want to learn to follow in every area of our lives that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.